You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and I'm John DiLiberto. We dropped our Best of Echoes 2017 list this past week, and at the top was the group Hammock with their album Mysterium. So what better time to release their interview about that album into the Echoes podcast? That's coming up. As we enter the Christmas season, now's a great time to think about supporting Echoes. You can do it with a donation at echoes.org, or you can become a member of the Echoes CD of the Month Club. We pick out our favorite album out every month and send it to club members and this time of giving it's a great gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life go to echoes.org find out more about the echoes cd of the month club or just make a straight ahead tax deductible donation to echoes it's at echoes.org and now here's hammock talking about their ambient requiem and our number one cd for 2017 mysterium You're hearing Echoes and I'm John DiLiberto. Hammock is the Nashville-based duo of Mark Bird and Andrew Thompson, and they have become leading lights in the world of post-rock and ambient rock music. Between 2005 and 2010, they released a quartet of albums that defined a sound that was part shoegaze, part ambient, and part progressive rock. But since then, they've been exploring a darker, less rhythm-oriented sound on albums that contemplated life and death. And now they have a new album that may be the first ambient requiem mass. It's called Mysterium. From Andrew Thompson's studio in Nashville, Hammock talk about the sound of grief and awe. last decade, Hammock has made music in a twilight world of loss, grief, desolation, and quite a bit of wonder. Their 2012 and 2013 albums, Departure Songs and Oblivion Hymns, were steeped in elegiac melancholy. Mark Bird is one half of the duo. For the longest time, I think, between Departure Songs and Oblivion Hymns, there was a lot of uh, thought given to impermanence, reaching middle age dealing with mortality and all of those things, and so that's just naturally what came out in the music. Hammock took a bit of a reprieve from contemplating existence on their 2016 album Everything and Nothing, which, despite the ominous title, harkened back to the more dynamic sound of earlier records like Raising Your Voice, Trying to Stop an Echo. For their new album, Hammock returns to darker themes and philosophical ruminations. Mysterium was created in the wake of the death of Mockbird's nephew, Clark Kern. My wife and I don't have kids, and so my sister and I are very close, and um, he's the first nephew I ever had, and um, I uh, was allowed to be a very strong force in his life. 
Clark died tragically last year, just shy of his 21st birthday, after suffering with NF2 or neurofibromatosis type 2. It's a genetic disorder leading to brain tumors. The Bird and Kern families were obviously overcome with grief, and it was at the wake that Bird came up with the title Mysterium. If I could tell you what it was like to sit in the room with people who are grieving over Clark, and everybody's in a different place in the room, you know. And I was observing as I was looking around, and I noticed that people were just shaking their heads. Like, just out of the blue, they would just shake their heads. Like, because it's a shock. It's it's an absolute mysterious thing to experience something like that. And so, it's a very human reaction when you come up against something like this to be overwhelmed with mystery and confusion and questions. And so... Uh, Rudolf Otto is a guy who, he was a, a philosopher of religion, and um, he had a thing called Mysterium Tremendum, and uh, talks about the numinous and the luminous and all of those things. And even though he spoke in religious terms, I just was kind of like drawn to what, how could I put into one word what I was looking at in this room of people just in this kind of state of disbelief and um, the only thing I could come up with is this is absolute total mystery to me Um, and so Mysterium has been a word that I've always loved and it just kind of resurfaced and that's where that's where the the word for for our record actually came from as, as far as what we were thinking when we named it that. That feeling was transformed into an album full of dark swirling textures, orchestral echoes and Coral laments. In the process of composing Mysterium, Hammett came upon the realization that they were creating something more significant than just an album. Andrew Thompson. When we came into this record after after Clark had passed, it really took on the form of a Requiem very quickly. And really just, uh, it overwhelmed us at times, especially when we started doing strings and uh, horns and some of the piano stuff, uh, hearing that stuff come back and just it just kind of reawakened all that emotion It also reawakened their religious upbringing. You won't find it in their bio materials anymore, but both musicians were raised in Christian fundamentalist families. Mark Bird. I was raised in that kind of thing of like I had to burn my rock record I had to burn my comic books, and that's bad, you know, but yet I loved music. My mom would take me to, you know, like a Christian bookstore, and I would buy a cassette, and those cassettes had screws in them, and so what I would do is I would take the screws out of the Christian tapes and put, replace the reels with like something that I wanted to actually listen to, 
And so when my mom would come in and ask me what I was listening to, I could eject the tape and give it to her, and it would say, you know, whatever, Petra or something on it. And uh, but really, it was probably, you know, like The Cure or something. So, so or, or Maiden, to be honest, or, or, or Iron Maiden, yeah. Andrew Thompson. We kind of skipped around through a bunch of different churches. I mean, it uh, it's at some points it was pretty straight ahead, and at other points it was. It was people flopping around on the ground and <laughs> speaking in tongues. And Welcome to the South. They were both immersed in the Christian music scene for a while and also had a really good shoegaze Christian rock group called Common Children. Both artists feel very distant from their Christian upbringing now, embracing a more universalist approach to the spirit. But Bird admits there's still some Christianity in there. I'll be honest with the way that it's it's coming back in my life is because Andrew and I both kind of got into Buddhism and mindfulness and, and, and meditation. And um, it's in returning with that kind of mindset and discovering the mystics, which I'd always been aware of, uh, that it's... It's like I'm seeing it again for the first time from a different angle. So in that regard, I would say, for me, yes. Uh, for Andrew, uh, probably not. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably not. And that takes us back to the spiritual sensibility that informs Mysterium. I don't think that, that you would have a title like Numinous on this record if it weren't for the fact that uh, we still have that sense of the sacred. Mysterium is an expansive work. Hammock layer their guitars, which almost never sound like guitars, but instead create vast washes of texture and clouds of melody. Then they added in orchestra and choirs, although not in obvious ways. On a track like Numinous, we, we were in El Paso, uh, and Matthew Kidd from Slow Metal was working on his record, and we went down with him, and the engineer there had said he had been into this, uh, this Russian Orthodox church when he was in Russia, and he, record, he had recorded this choir. And Andrew was like, man, send that to us. And so uh, Andrew took that and put it into the computer, and he just took a little snippet of it, and you reversed it, right? Yeah, and re reversed it and uh, slowed it down, changed the key, just turned it into something else, you know, a ton of effects and whatnot, but kind of turned it into this this loop, this breathing loop, and then we built the song around that. Yeah, so the, 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 the main loop in that song is actually... The the the, sor the, the source material is a Russian choir. Once the the actual choir took over from the loop, it just kind of lifts. It lifts in, in such a beautiful way. But it, it it also like you were saying, it still ha has that melancholy quality underneath.
Mysterium is a powerful record from two musicians who have forged one of the most distinctive sounds of the 21st century. With Mysterium, they've composed a Requiem Mass, which does what Requiem Masses do best. Where we are creating rituals and celebrating people's lives and then at the same time mourning and grieving over their absence, I guess you could say that this record is our Requiem Mass. That's what it is. It's hymns composed to mystery and an open-ended question. I can't stand the idea of Clark being gone for good and me never experiencing him in some form or fashion or whatever. And so in a way, you know, working on this record was me holding on to Clark and holding on to his presence. Amex Mysterium forms an unintentional trilogy with their previous albums, Departure Songs, and Oblivion Hymns, all albums that contemplate existence and the spirit. Mysterium is out on Hammock Music. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.